I hate this job. I hate this job. I don't even have to come into the office. I can do this job from home. I need this place like I need a shotgun blast. Hey, you. You're cool. Fuck you, I'm out. Who's coming with me? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to My Stupid Job Podcast. My guest today is Georgia Dolans. Georgia, thanks for being here. Ah, thanks for having me. You are a, um, everybody knows this, but I'll just say it anyways. You're okay. a very hilarious oh, actress, um, voiceover artist, mm-hmm. everything. You do so much. And um, some might even say that you've, you, you know, like you've made it. You're here. You've done, you're doing, you're doing the thing that... Some. That, Who um, is this? My mom. Well, I don't know. I, when I say that to some people, they're like, I haven't made it yet. And everybody has a different definition themselves of, of what making it is. But, I mean, you have a show on Netflix. That's Not everybody can say that. That's great. That you is know, true. That is true. I'm on a show. It's not my show, but I am I on a show. You're yeah. on a show. It's uh, you are. It's so cute. It's uh, My wife and I watched it the, the other night. It's like a little uh, cartoon on Netflix called uh, Spirit Riding Free. Yeah. Ponytails. Ponytails. It's like a little <laughs> uh, cartoon girls show that... Yep. They're, uh, what are they, like at a, an equestrian school? Or, or Yeah, they're all horse riders, and then they go to do these, like, competitions, and um, I'm part of the rival team. They, they These girls have horses. I was like, what girl grows up this way? It's so cool. But they yeah, have and they the, just ride into the wild. They, and that's There's their, no parent. they have, like, little challenges along the way, and yep. they, um, so there's teams of three girls, and like they all have horses, and the horses are also got kind of characters a little bit. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, it's adorable. It's every I mean, girl's dream. Um, you posted on your Instagram, and and uh, my wife was like, well, "Let's watch a couple to support her," and uh, we did, and we ended up watching like way <laughs> way past more the ones I was in. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, you could, you were in every one that we watched. The, okay, that's true. And then I think they're gonna drop more, and then yeah. Uh, um, and because uh, it's absolutely absolutely a kid show and i'm in my 30s <laughs> and uh but it's adorable I mean, get your other friends on the horn how many episodes do they watch you know I've, yeah that's true actually my mum started watch the first season and they were keep like i got it well yeah. keep in mind they've done eight so she didn't quite get the memo that i was in the new, the newest one oh. so she started watching just on her own two full seasons of you know a cartoon that <laughs> I was not involved in. Uh, that's that's um, a very LA experience. I think is we had a friend who was on a, an episode of a TV show, and, and we pl- we started playing the wrong episode. And we he was in season two, episode seven of a show, and we started at the pilot and watched all the way through yeah. to where he showed up. And we didn't do that on purpose. But now we're like, we like the show. I guess we're gonna yeah. keep watching. It. Well, it's a good you know marketing trick. Um, so you've made it. Well, that's where we're at in your, okay. in your career, okay, uh, but it was fine. but it wasn't always you you <clears throat> you've had some some uh, day jobs along the way. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You, it wasn't always superstardom and, and Netflix shows. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, it was not all, all that. So well, let's let's take it back then. What's, right. what's your what was your very first job? Uh, my first job was sixteen. I was a waitress, but it was a. It was a silver service waitress in in the college in Cambridge where I grew up. I okay, grew up so in you're, I guess, not that you needed to explain with your accent, but you're from the I'm UK. From and, the UK, grew up in Cambridge. And so most people here might not know what a silver service yeah, restaurant is. Yeah, so, and it was in the college. Very high Harry Potter. Okay. Imagine. Um, silver service waitressing is when you have like two spoons, as if you're going to do a spoon spoon jaggle. <laughs> Oh, oh, the on your on your knee. Yeah, on your, okay, okay. You're on your knee, and so then you go around the table and you serve people food 
from your teaspoons. <laughs> and there are the spoons back to back, like you know how people spoon in bed, like the cup, oh, or are they the other way around, like chopsticks? Great question. I believe. I think that was a horrible no, question. <laughs> <laughs> I believe they're back to back. Okay. Well, it and was your. Now, it I was know. your job. Well, I was fired. So, <clears throat> I, yeah, you go around and you pick up the foods, and then you just put on the plate and you have to serve from the left and then clear from the right oh there's so many rules well that's, and, i think that's common um here oh, too in, okay. in fancy restaurants oh okay well there you go you hear that phrase a lot uh, yeah serve from the left click from the right or whatever and then yeah so i did that i remember i got six pounds an hour which at the time oh boy i was no. i was raking it in we're well, we're about the same age right so we yeah. are the same age um my first job uh, minimum wage was 515 an hour Oh, yeah, yeah. At, yeah. at 15. So that was in 1998, 1999. Yeah, yeah. And, and you thought, oh, yes. Oh, I, I was just talking about this on the podcast yesterday that I did. Uh, I, was, I had a job that paid the 30 cents more than the minimum wage, and I thought I was so rich. Oh, yeah, and you think, oh, I've got, I've got one like, up on oh, my you're, Oh, your yeah, job I'm, only I'm pays five fifteen. <laughs> I really be I got a lifeguard certification, <laughs> so I make five forty five an hour, and I'm just basically sitting here all day long doing oh, nothing. Oh, my God. Um, Wait, were you a lifeguard? That was my first job. That was yeah. your first job? Yeah. In the little little hut thing uh, on the beach? No, 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 not a beach oh, lifeguard. I grew oh, up in Kentucky. Oh, it's yeah. a pool. I was a lifeguard in a pool, uh, several okay. swimming pools. Oh, and then uh, I went to college and I did it there as well, uh, in, on the on-campus pool. Okay. Wasn't that terrifying? No. What if somebody... I couldn't deal with the you pressure. You save them. I would run. <laughs> I it know. happens That's... almost never. Okay. You're, so... you're such a, a just-in-case line of defense. Um, and then what if, what are you told to do? You jump in and just drag them out? You know on Baywatch, they have those like big foam tube things. Mm, mm-hmm. So every lifeguard has one of those at their feet. And it... The, the buoyancy of that, uh, you can like you can fit like five humans on it and it holds. Oh, and it still goes up. Yeah, so really, all, you if, just you, chuck if it you can swim, you wouldn't well, no, chuck it in. But depend, well, you could depending on where they were in the pool. Uh, there was this phrase that was going around for a while that was like a good lifeguard never gets wet because you would you could you wouldn't have to if you were doing your job right you would prevent it, this from happening I in see. the first You'd place. You blow a whistle and or say... yeah, and or like stop somebody from running around the deck or like if you noticed a poor swimmer like early on you'd you'd have their eye on them and you wouldn't yeah. let them get out in the deep end mm-hmm. or what a whole plethora of things. But uh, to your point, yes, you could just kind of hand it to them if they were close, and it has a uh, string at the end. Oh, well, great! So you just chuck it in, and then yeah, but it you would you would ne- you would never let go of it. But really, they want you swimming out there and ha- like yeah. But put, some of these pools are so small. Handing it's it like, to them. Well, we had reach. a the pool that I worked at had a wave pool too, and Ooh. so. Uh, rule number one is like you shut first you shut the waves off and then you would jump in and, and swim over to them because we're hot we're like higher up than the, the water level on yeah. our little platform and uh, you want to all you gotta do is just swim up to somebody and just be like hey I'm here uh, it looks like you were having some you trouble didn't get them all right grab this and then I'll, I'll swim the thing out just like you want to bring them down because they're panicking they don't know they got a mouthful of water oh yeah or I've gone under so I've been rescued by a lifeguard really yeah in 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 the Malib- in the beach at in here? the beach here i i took a tumble <laughs> i went on like a boogie board or whatever you call those things and i went oh i did several cartwheels underwater and collected all the sand in my hair so i came up like i was <laughs> i was i mean i looked awful i was coughing i was sputtering and this like angelic you know i was here on holiday and it was this that California beach sort of babe guy. How old are you? Oh, I was eight. So this was 
probably pretty <clears throat> cool for you. And you went back oh, home. Oh, I, I saw an angel that day. And then, <laughs> and then he, he was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. You know, I looked terrible. And then I ran Sand back. Sand in your hair like a yeah. monster. I thought I've this... met my husband. Um, you guys still talk? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> he's, Follow you know, each other on Instagram? He's got a couple of restraining orders, but whatever. Um, well, that's pretty cool. So you were fired from the spoon job? Um, yeah. Well, you never know, do you, really? I mean, yeah, I was, Yeah, I think if yeah. you get fired from a job, absolutely, that you know. I, true. You may not know why. But. Some of mine, though, have been subtle. So I, I just was never asked to work there again. Um, that's that's a it was a, a, a good strategy. It was a ghosting. Very yeah, they ghosted. That's they an employer me. ghosting. Just be like, yeah, yeah we're, we're not gonna need you this week. And then you're like, okay, cool. Let me know if you have any hours next week. And they're yeah, like, and oh, they're it like, turns no. out we don't need you next week and either. Like, and what's what's even worse is that my sister worked there, who's older than me, and so they told me, oh, I literally did four shifts, and I was so bad, I spilt marinara sauce all over someone's pants, <laughs> trousers for English people listening. Um, and so I just, you know, they said, oh, we'll see for some more shifts. And then they said, oh, we're really slow right now. But my sister's clocking in so many shifts. So I know it's a lie, you know what I mean? Because she just right. still worked there. And so they just, yeah, eventually they just stopped calling. I've done the opposite of that, like ghosted my employer and... and um... Just not turned up. No, not not like <laughs> that. But, but they, it's not quitting, but it's just like, hey, I... Um, my class schedule and my workload is like really busy this week. I don't think I can take any shifts. And then they call me next week and be like, how many shifts do you want this week? And mm. be like, oh yeah, oh, a lot again. of study and I can't, can't come in. This is in college. And I'd be like, oh yeah, my, I got so many activities this week. I can't, can't work enough. <laughs> activities. Or whatever. And just like three or four weeks in a row of that. And they were like, just yeah. stop calling that guy. He doesn't want to work here yeah. anymore, clearly. Yeah. And so I never really officially had to quit or get fired. It was just like we... we to me, that's separation. ideal. I'm not good with confrontation, so I feel like a, a nice mutual ghost. So, you've, have you ever had a situation where <clears throat> you you were called into an office and like let go from a job, like the traditional being fired? No, I haven't, because I've always slipped out before that happened. Yeah, I've always managed. To, I've seen it coming multiple times, mainly in the service industry. It's like a it's a relationship, and you you before you could get dumped. Yes, you, I yeah. I refused to get dumped. Yeah. So I you saw it going south, and yeah, you were like, and I'm I gonna remove said, myself from this relationship. Yeah. <laughs> a job this is, is a working. lot of people don't uh, think that way, but a job is is a relationship that sometimes you even spend more time with your your oh, employers easily. and your job than you do with your spouse who you live with. Yes. If you're easily. both gone uh, yeah. eight eight to nine hours a day, and you're you're with these people forty hours a week. I mean, I don't know if, if I see my wife 40 hours a week, I do, but like, yeah, but, it, I mean, but he, maybe that's, I'm like a, I'm in really close second place to her coworkers and boss yep. and as well. She's at that, she's at the place. Like all the time. a whole other world. And so life. if you, so when, when you do get let go from a job, uh, it, it does feel like you're, you're losing your family. Oh, you, well, especially if you've been there for a while. Right. And it's, it, that's why people don't take it hard. It's like, uh, even the, the place going to the place and, and the emotions around like just being there yeah. and then now you're not there anymore. Yeah. It's, uh, it's people take it pretty hard, not just the, the money aspect of it, but it, it is, a uh, you're, you're losing a relationship. Mm -hmm. You're being dumped yeah. and, and people don't talk about that part of it as much. Um, 
Oh, they just get out early. They just get out early, and those people, they maybe they they have thicker skin, or they um, oh, just yeah, they develop those the, the defense issues. mechanisms earlier on in their relationships. They were dumped really early, like in middle school, by the love of their life, and they're like, "I'm putting this wall up, and That's I'm never gonna get hurt again." And uh, I feel like you're talking directly to me. Yeah, I that am, is that um, is. Did you, does that happen to you? you I'm trying. To, well, the I mean, lifeguard yeah. never called you back. He never called me back. Filed a restraining order, and now yep. you and are now unable I, to be hurt. By I back me. out of every, yeah. All temp jobs before they finish. Did you temp? Yeah, so that was my main... I mean, I temped... So after the the waitressing didn't happen, I kept getting fired, um, I temped in like, a, I mean, a thousand offices. Doing what? Across London. Oh, great question, Aaron. What? <laughs> what was I doing? Nothing. I mean... That's most office jobs, even like yeah, high-end high ones. I mean, um, a lot of it are obviously answering a phone. That somebody else who normally answered it couldn't answer because they were gone. I mean, so I my wife has a really awesome uh, office job and gets paid a ton of money. And most of the days she's texting me and like we're booking travel and uh, she's telling me what things to buy on Amazon. Yeah. So I know how little. There's, a, there's, a, there's not a I'm lot like, that goes on. Shouldn't you be doing your job? Mm. No? Just when we're just going to look at I mean, flights you know, you all stu- day. <laughs> I stuffed a lot of envelopes and like you know well that usual. whole the model is a little bit broken anyways to 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 for an employer to think the only way you're doing your job is to be tethered to a desk for eight hours oh yeah and um you know just we could work at different paces and what might take you eight hours to do because you're incompetent you specifically <laughs> yeah i might i might be able to do that in in two hours so why do we have to be in this office for both of us yeah, for eight come hours come into two hours and then do the job and then go home and yeah. have six hours to yourself and you can't as an employer you're you're in this like really weird gray area because if you go tell your boss like hey i'm done with work do you have any more work for me and they're like oh i gotta either give you more work or i gotta tell yeah. you, i gotta tell you no but if you leave you don't get you have to clock out and you don't get yes, paid. Yes, and you're just left sitting at your desk staring right. at a you and, know post-it note. That, I think that's where a lot of people are in their jo- office jobs specifically. Other other waitressing and retail and stuff like that's a little bit different. But if you're in an office, most most employers are doing or most employees are doing it. They're not doing shit all day long yeah. and and having to um, pretend or stretch it out. Stretch it out. Think, pretend well, to be busy or yeah, yeah. If you get in the morning, it's like coffee first or tea. Uh, yep. We're doing tea today because tea. Uh, you know tradition. <laughs> Your first cup. It's, well, it's not my first cup of tea, but it's I did. First time I did let it. you uh, make it your way, the English way, and there's a little bit of milk in here, which I normally don't do. But and you didn't uh, do sugar. I, that's fine. I do. You didn't either, did you? No, no, no. Oh. But that's also. Um, and I always drink whatever my guest drinks. So uh, are you enjoying it? Tea. I, yeah, it's great. Mm. Mm. So you clock in. And you, you have your tea or your coffee, and you maybe catch up on some of your emails. You find out that nothing is really an alarming, so you don't have to respond to any of them right away. You maybe watch a few YouTube videos, check your social, all your social medias. Yeah, that's killed an um, hour already. That, yeah, now you're at 10, 10 to 30. Um, yeah. One of your coworkers comes in and is like, hey, I'm popping over to Starbucks for a croissant you want to roll with. And then you, you guys walk over, you get a coffee, yep. you come back, you're talking, you check a few more emails. Now it's noon, it's lunchtime, you go to lunch for an hour <laughs> and a half, you come back, and then, you're, and, and then the one thing... Thing you really had to do that day um you maybe do that around like 1 30 or 2 yeah and then you got to kill time until 6 and that, you're and especially that 3 30 yeah where you're, t- you're like oh, especially gosh. if you ate a big lunch and sometimes you maybe had a margarita yeah if you guys go oh. to if you go to the mexican food place on tuesdays frisky everybody yep. gets a margarita on mm-hmm. tuesday you come back you're a little you're a little tired and then you then you just but you have to sit there 
until and pretend, and, and pretend and what, that you yeah. worked it worked it out like you were grinding until five yeah well because, that's the that's the office but it and it setup. looks to them and to your boss and to, to even like the higher ups it looks okay because the task was complete yeah and actually, they have they are none the wiser that that they could have Maybe they could have even hired hourly temps to do that job for like two hours and then just and then, save so and much then money on leave. payroll. And maybe, maybe that's why it's harder to get jobs these days because they realize the the manpower that it takes to accomplish a task. But a lot of companies just oh, want... A lot of people are outsourcing, freelancing. Well, that too, yeah. When that's, I mean, temping and freelancing, um, they're not too dissimilar, but... Yeah, it, that's true. Uh, one of them usually you can do from your house and the other one you have to actually put yeah. on the slacks trousers and go go into an office slacks i'm very much a fan of jobs that i slacks. can get paid to do whilst in my underwear at home um oh yeah, yeah me too those no, are, no 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 i, I enjoy those i mean yeah well you do a lot of um you do voiceover yeah I was you can't to... do those in your underwear but you can go do dressed they... as a normal person as a you yeah. know as a normal person. As a normal, relaxed person. I was person. trying to show Georgia how to um, work with the mics like before we started. And she was like, did you forget I do voiceover? I, I do know, voiceover. I know how microphones However, work. a couple of times I have coughed at it. Yeah, it's okay. Or spat at it. So Sp- Well, I got the spit guard. I'm not as close as you. <laughs> those, were, those were not cheap, okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did that for you. It's covered in my spit. Yeah. Um, but the, I was going to ask with the voiceover, do they ever... You have all the gear at your house, right? So you, you ever can just send in. Uh, I do, yeah. So if you do auditions and stuff, they'll right. ask you to record. But it's like self tape yeah, for auditions, exactly. But... And you can do it from home. Um, my agency has a studio, so I'll go into them and record them. Oh, you have an agent. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you, but you, but you haven't made it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Interesting. Um. So you're temping all over London. Mm-hmm not getting fired from any of those jobs they just kind of end they exactly yeah. so it's it's quite it's good for me for somebody who tries to get out before or get fired right that's it, a you perfect sort of in you're out you did the job the relationship aspect of that one is yeah, it, yeah. it's just like hey we went on a few dates it's the player you know what i mean yeah. it's that like just showboating around town. yeah you're one night standing with a lot of with these a, jobs one night standing exactly across london um and um stuff in a lot of envelopes i know right <laughs> Okay. okay you you turn that um and then what i mean and you know i oh i did like a thousand things in london i mean if i really look back i don't know what every single thing i did lasted a few like a week i didn't really have an ongoing job yeah it was so sporadic and one, I remember one, I worked for this events company at one point, who's, which is actually a great company, but I was, it was like interactive, um, interactive company building exercises. So they would go into a company and be like, you want your, you know, you know, those team building Oh, team things? building, like yeah. mor- to <clears throat> boost morale and things like that. Yeah. So I would work for that company and like, but it was interactive, like the game. And we so have I, a mutual friend who does that. Oh, really? For Netflix. Oh. We'll talk about it afterwards. Well, this was like like the game, the movie. And I was, I remember once just being handcuffed to like a boiler in a cupboard <laughs> and just thinking, <laughs> how... Did like, we get here? How, <laughs> like, what choices what did I make? Did I and, do? Um, yeah, I, really, I was there you, for an hour, what so did I you really study? thought about it. Theatre. Okay. Well, and and it paid off at that moment, I thought. 
I'm really selling. This is what I wanted to use my degree for, yeah. is being chained to a car. And I actually, they, the beginning of that day, the whole setup was that I went and I actually fake temped in an office for two hours. And you were like, I don't even have to fake it. I know how to. Yeah, do. I was, it was method. I was, yeah, I was like, this is great. And then for two hours, the manager was the only one that knew. And then a team of people from the company burst in and kidnapped me and dragged me out the office. And thinking back, like, that must have been a weird thing to witness as another co-worker. That- yeah, because well, we, last Halloween, we went to one of those interactive um, oh. haunted houses. And there, like, they, like, yanked my wife away from the group. Oh. And we didn't see her for, like, a while. And that was scary. Yeah. And so what you just described and, reminded me. But you me- knew what you were going into. No, well, we what didn't. What is in you were, you were turning up to a we t- Halloween We turned up thing. to be scared, but your thing was... Wait, he, they like were a- having a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly, this young temp gets, like, dragged from their office. Right. And then there's a briefcase put on the table, and they're like, you have four hours to find her across London. And, a, and just so people who've never worked an office job know, on Tuesdays, no <laughs> temps are physically, no. forcibly removed from no, an office drug. Not, that never happens. That never happens. So it was a real shock to the system. Yeah. And then they well, had to come find me. I think the bigger... I mean, I don't even know what you would think to see somebody get yanked out of your office I'm, and be well, like, we have to solve this? This is going to boost morale? Yeah, I was... Georgia was... I'm sorry, she was kidnapped? <laughs> they had masks on. Yeah. That doesn't happen here. I was wildly insulted that no one really leapt to my aid i realized did it I look convincing like was it they were all in absolute british shock so it was it was like it would they were start they were they it took them a second to think what's going on like right. this is real but not one of them had a knee jerk that was productively to say to help me and i thought well there you go hmm that really sums up how my, how up with I impacted them for two hours. Yeah. Clearly, I, they didn't like me. Well, uh, that was actually going to lead into a, another question that I had because you said that you used your degree to be like that method uh, actor. Um, <clears throat> you are a very funny, um, like, comedic actor, and, and you do a lot of sketch. I just went to mm-hmm. one of your sketch shows yep. uh, this weekend, and you play a lot of different characters mm-hmm. um, brilliantly. But how many of them were inspired by people that you might have uh, interfaced in the workplace oh, or like bought, the, based off of, of a boss or anything like that? Every one of them. All of them. Uh, everyone, everyone is based off of somebody. I would say primarily my family. <laughs> um, they aren't going to watch this. No. But also, uh, yeah. Oh, everyone I've met. <laughs> everyone you met is going to watch this? Yeah. Um, oh, is, or, or no, is it's based, yeah. Because um, that's the only thing, I mean, and sometimes it's just a mannerism or it's just like you know something that someone does all the time and then you put it with somebody else but like that's the only way like for me that's the only way well like career specific though because you you filmed a uh, very funny pilot that i was uh, lucky to even just get to be on mm-hmm. the set of um my involvement was minimal and coffee it was based. crucial it was crucial <laughs> <laughs> i'm downplaying it yeah. um i was the heart and soul yeah you really you drove um, it but you on that show uh, you wrote and you star in, in the mm-hmm. show where you play a, a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where did that come from? Any experience that you had in that field? It Well, so my, so my mom used to flip houses. Okay. Um, she's had a thousand jobs. She was an antiques dealer. She was a band manager. She's done everything. Dry flower shop. Um, so she used to flip houses. So I was, I, I was always aware of the real estate industry. But in particular, the... Um, estate agents in London there's there's two 
one's called Foxton's. There's like these, there's these like popular real estate companies. Okay. Um, I don't know what the equivalent would be here, but they're just, you know, everyone in there, it's that, it's that guy or that girl who's in, uh, you know, the equivalent like called Chad or sort of just. I know who the American Chad is. Or is that what yeah, you're talking well, about? Yeah, well, just like they're, it's just a type of person. Right. Who's, who's just, all they care about is to, to sell a house or lease a house. Well. Your character in that show was very um, naive, like like they're, they're, she was bad at her job, but yeah. also it was what she was obsessed with. It was kind of like um, like Michael, how Michael Scott is in The Office. Yes. He's the manager of The Office somehow. Or the, but, you know, Ricky Gervais. Or the Ricky Gervais the original. For, yeah. Um, <laughs> that character. David, yeah, David they think Brent or they're Michael great, Scott. but they're not. And, the, and you're, as a, an audience member, it's really awkward because how did, how did someone like that even get into that management position? Yeah, and you see, oh, exactly, and you see these. Well, it happens all over the time, all over the place. You see people in these higher positions who are socially incapable of. Well, they can't do the job, first of all, but right. they think that they're God's gift. Did you watch both versions of the show? I watched a few episodes of the American one. Okay. Well, the pilot's almost like one it's for like one. It's like word for word. Yeah, yeah I don't it, know. If the, I think the American one is great, but um, it's just a different show. Right. Um, I heard this, and, and you're in the biz, so maybe oh, I'm interested to see if you agree. Okay. Uh, someone said uh, publicly that if The Office were to come out today, it would not work. It wouldn't be as good of a show as it was. Well, oh, and I would love to know their reasoning. Your Do you mean the might, English one or the American one? I was going to say, both. your opinion might be uh, skewed because you have, uh, you're have playing favorites towards the uh, English version. But I would say that... I mean, you know, if we're really getting into it, I think that it start, it created a, a, it was a wave of comedy, a style of comedy. Yeah, Parks and Rec, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, even even having those like little shots where you're just talk, kind of talking to the camera. Yeah. Modern Family does, and I started think, doing it. So in that sense, if it came out today, we'd be, we'd feel like, we'd already seen it. Yeah. So if you kind of then delete the fact that it ever existed, I still think it would work. I mean, when the English one came out, I, I, I mean, I might have been the only one, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I remember. No, you were the only one. I, I was the only one yeah. who watched it. It's... No, I remember tuning in. I was like, it was advertised as this sort of like office documentary about the workplace. And the first episode, it was not clear if it was real or not. And that made it kind of exciting. Oh my God. I spent the entire episode behind the couch, like watching above a pillow because it was so brilliantly painful and he does that better than awkward. anyone else that's that's ever existed and i don't even know if i don't know it's, how that would re if you read that script i don't know if it, don't, he would no, read as awkward. it would not read as awkward it was what they did it's the how whole you cast. do it yeah oh my god but it was and i remember thinking oh my god this is well people want to oh, get into such stupid online oh, you got some you. weird um debates <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were doing that um uh, Ricky Gervais, you know, when he's like giving the, the new guy a tour around the office and there's just that, that ye yellow monkey thing hanging from the coat rack and he just goes, Oh, yeah. <laughs> he does that like, what? He just looked, what? and that is so, so yeah, brilliant. He's brilliant. Uh, but he, a lot of people want to like sit around and have a huge argument about which version of The Office is better. And 
stop they're just different shows no, they're, exactly they're, they're both brilliant and they're both they're just both, different both of them deserve a watch yes and that's that's yeah, the walk away and and and, and, and when you and, and this is the thing when you're done watching them both you don't have to tell me which one you think is better because they're different no it'd be like definitely. going to uh eat at uh, one restaurant's cheeseburger and then going to their competitor and then eating their pasta and then being like now which restaurant was better you had two exactly. different two different di- dishes, dishes from two different places i agree i agree and, i've got to uh, watch the american one i've only seen a few episodes it's really easy to just throw on while you're doing some other stuff and, and yeah. have and, and in the background yeah it you'll right. you'll go through it and 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 if when, when you finish that parks and rec oh no that's one of my favorite is almost shows. the same show i know <laughs> but i love parks the, and rec. huge ensemble cast it wouldn't work if you took any of them out of it no and it is oh every one of those people on there is a star yeah and continues to be like even through, though the show's ended yeah. yeah yeah i might even say that I like Parks and Rec better than The Office. The American one? You got to specify. <laughs> when I, when I'm saying it, I'm talking about the American one. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, Ricky Gervais is the king of what you do with jobs. He yeah. he ends his shows after two seasons because so they he's, can't. He's my exactly. He's my a comedy equivalent of the. Um, my so old what's his other girls. one where he's the extra? Is extras? His extras. And he's Derek, just like all of them. He's, he's two, like, seasons, two seasons. I'm and, out. And I'm and I'm done. And that's before I'm breaking up. Special? Breaking up with you before you can break yep. up with me. Oh, he, we did the movie. He did the movie with um, David Brent where he goes like on the road as a uh, musician. That's what I mean. He always is. A, he'll do a Christmas special to a lot of his seasons, like a, yeah. like an extra. Well, then um, that that new show where like um, oh afterlife afterlife where his wife oh, passed yeah. away before the show even starts yeah that was uh, really good and there's still so many subtle things that I laughed out like violently oh, yeah. laughed out loud at He's... that w- probably weren't supposed to be funny <laughs> no. if it wasn't for him doing it no that was a great show that was a great show everything that he does um, we love him so uh, right now in your work history we're mo- primarily talking about the UK what was your how old were you when you moved to the states. So I moved to actually for like a few years when I was like five or okay. six. And then I... What were your jobs then? <laughs> um, yeah, just some hard labor. I was coming... I came back... Let me think. I came back... Per, I moved here when I was 25, like nine years ago. 25? 26, 26. 2010. Okay. And that was a permanent move. But obviously I'd come back because my family live here, half of them. And what was your first job when you got to America? How long, was that oh, a process? So, like you had to get... Uh, no, I'm a citizen. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, actually, yeah. So my first job here was uh, straight after college. I did come out because I was trying to earn money to go traveling, to okay. go to Peru. And I got a job at a Starbucks in West Hills or um, up near Topanga. Uh, Woodland Hills? Woodland Hills. Yeah. Um, that way yeah not that, it, not that it matters and uh so I got a job at start I applied got the job I don't know how because I'm terrible at I can't remember you know I'm not good with that like if you ask for like a long list of a drink thing I yeah. can't that's too much information I think it go. seems that way when you work there but if you've been there or if you're as a oh, non you, as a customer but yeah when you go to a restaurant and it's like when we go out and it's like 10 of us and we all are just like yeah I'll have the um yeah. this and then with no ranch on the side and also like blue juice and then it goes to the next person and the guy's just looking at you like, I know and going. I'm thinking how and, is and their the, brain doing it it seems impossible but when you've been there and you've dealt with that menu for you know two or three you're years as long as they have the, you and you understand it's just like a game to well them. so I I for, think I've never worked in a restaurant. foreseeing failure 
I I quit the next day <laughs> or I didn't turn up for Starbucks yeah so I got the job and then because then I actually ended up flying out that next week to the east coast and I worked in a call center in Virginia <laughs> why were you in Virginia oh you have your family there or... I yeah my family were in DC so I was then working at a friend's place in Virginia in a call center and keep in mind first of all what was I thinking working Starbucks for two months was going to earn enough money to go traveling like what I don't know what world I was in to sort of think that you know just two months of a job I could sort of go off for a year um but the call center was fine I wasn't allowed to (laughs) to do the calls um I don't know why they didn't really trust me on the phones i'm not sure um you never once received a phone call whilst working at a call center is that what you're saying yeah so i was gonna ask if your accent came into play you know when you call if you call um support for yeah who are dyson vacuums and they're it's clear that their call center is in like india or someplace yeah yeah yeah. and they're like no man i'm from detroit and like i know you're lying (laughs) dude (laughs) no i well i would have thought okay because it was a sales call center so it was selling um tv like digital tv what do you mean <laughs> clearly i know <laughs> technological D- direct, uh, direct, direct TV. tv and so i thought all right you know this maybe they'll want my accent but um i i was so bad that they just decided not to use me on the calls because i if somebody just said they weren't interested but oh i'm so sorry for your time and you know hung up like i didn't i don't like they need a shark you need to get three yeah. no's out of people no i didn't like exactly i didn't like that you ever, confrontation yeah you know? well it's not confrontation over the phone but like well they said my, no they said the, no the the, the, the psychology behind that should be oh she's not good yet but the, we'll listen to her calls and we'll tell her where she went wrong and we'll get her better at this but they were just we'll like strip her down no. yeah no from the beginning she's no. never she's never gonna she's just too i think i was just too too polite on the phone i don't know you've got to be a bit more well i mean you are a, a polite human being but that doesn't mean that you are incapable of doing a job if the job if the job That's at hand in the boss was like hey um, you're going to call and try to, to sell them a package on TVs. They're going to say no about yeah. five times. <laughs> you just keep But saying. you need to know. Yeah, well, but to that's, me, that's, that's so any awkward. sales job. Like, it's so painfully awkward. Have you ever worked retail? Any retail? Like, um, No. I've worked like concierge, like front desk. Okay. That's not retail. Well, like a lot of places, um, The Gap, Old Navy, uh, Victoria's Secrets, whoever, whatever, they have um, like store credit cards. And your job is is less about um, finding helping someone find the, the jeans in their size it's more about getting them to sign oh, up for that credit because oh, really? they make a lot of money off the interest so you, what you do if they get approved in the store then they, that purchase goes on there maybe they'll forget to pay it but the point is is most people don't want that thing yeah and so we had to have a tactic of like oh they're gonna say no get three no's out of them before you stop and, then, okay. and I would always just quit after the first one I'd be like I, hey do you guys want to save 10% today yeah. and get a, a credit card and they're like no, no. okay, no and go fuck yourself because I yeah. know how that works. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I've, I mean, I've never had somebody ask me so many times about those things, but that's that's true. Yeah. They do. They always ask. I'm not good. Yeah, I can't. I just don't know what I'd bring to the table the second time they'd ask. You know, like, well, are you sure? No. Yeah, I am sure. And I don't want it. Well, okay. It's like I've got nothing else. And then I remember, like, my boss would be like, "Oh, how many credit card applications did you do today?" And I'm like zero. And they're like, "Did you? What are you just not trying?" I'm like, I "You can't people. make people." No. Sign up for Sign credit. Sign up for a credit card. And especially like, in, this was in 2007, but I, I got I, I gotta imagine it's worse now that people understand how that, that kind of yeah. tactic is. Yes. Um, there's, and, and 
I'm not saying anyone who's ever fallen for that's a dummy. If you know you got like spots. No, I have store credit cards. Yeah. But, you know, it's I've had them in the past and it's for ones that I shop in. Yeah, and you get uh, points and you get like uh, yeah. bucks or whatever you want to call them Which for the things. I have? I can't remember uh, right now. Our, our biggest one right now is Amazon. We And that's oh. that's the only store credit card that anyone should ever have. Is, you I didn't like, even know you could get one for that. Yeah, it's just like linked to your account and uh, so you get 5% off of like every It's purchase. not a physical one. No, we have it's a physical one. So, oh. Okay. And so like it's uh, the one, one click uh, process with everything. We're like, oh, I need another tripod. And it's oh. it goes to the cards already. It feels like free stuff all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what a credit card that's, does. That's a credit. It's that's it's, the, uh, it's money in the, the future. It's money that yeah. you don't have yet mm-hmm. that you are have shown somebody that it you does might not be feel able, real. Yeah, real future money. And, yeah. and all you have to do, like your relationships and your jobs, is just uh, get out of it before they come looking for go, ghost <laughs> credit card companies or just die. Do, die the, before that you is have the to pay the bills. That's the best advice. Go, it, there's nothing better than ghosting a credit card there's company. A, um, there's like a Queen Latifah movie where, I don't even know the name of it, where she like finds out she's going to die. And so she just goes and maxes out all her credit cards. And, and, and I was like, I would do the exact same thing. Like, Well, that's true. But you, you know, if you have, an, if you have anyone as your in a beneficiary they they will get lumped she didn't she didn't yeah (laughs) she didn't uh and i you know yeah i do but yeah exactly nancy yeah but i don't um thanks yeah uh who knows (laughs) so Starbucks didn't work out. Starbucks didn't work. Oh, the call center. The call center definitely then, didn't work. Oh, yeah, um, you got to come back to L.A. from Virginia. Yeah, so I went to Virginia. And then, so I ended up doing, off it, you know, stuff in envelopes. Again? <laughs> stuff in more envelopes? I feel like that was a really, I think I really got into some PowerPoints there. Did a lot of PowerPoints. Oh, yeah. Earned enough money and then went to Peru. Um, for how long? For like five months can't remember now and then went back to why to peru what London. was the what was the i wanted to go to match Picchu. okay and so we i worked in a didn't work i volunteered in an orphanage there in cusco and outside of cusco and then uh traveled around a bit and um yeah was that a no one that i know described what you just described as like a thing that they want to do was that a london thing everyone there it, was like you know we graduate yeah because when will we say, graduate in the states we everybody here wants to go like backpack through europe for like a, like four or five months no, that's true before so we they have, start their careers exactly so we have yeah you do a gap this year. is your this backpacking is, through london yeah. but well, you go to peru i would say a lot of people did that kind of stuff they would do placements okay um in places I think you're right. A lot of people just backpacked. But, Did you get um, paid at all for any of the orphanage stuff down there? Oh, no, no, no. It was volunteer. Okay, I paid so, them <laughs> with my with my time, with my call center money. Oh, okay. So, but that, so that whole trip, you didn't work, you didn't receive money. You, that's, you saved no. up for that. And that was yeah, like, yeah, that's a, what I was saving okay. up to go. And then you just, you know, you volunteer right. at the orphanages. And, okay. No. Yeah. So this was about you. You were, you were, you were becoming, uh, better version of yourself through uh yeah yeah i i need those experiences that's what makes us all all different exactly is the shit we did right before we're doing the thing that we're doing right now it was it was it was um it did make me think i want to and i still do and hence why i moved to america and i feel like i want to move somewhere else at some point no no, i'm not allowed to go but like you know i just want to live in so many more countries yeah i get that feeling every time i visit a place that's like cool i'm like i could live here and i i don't know what it is there's some maybe there's like a word for it or something where you just feel like uh 
when we go on vacations, we don't do the touristy shit. Mm. We want to, I want to, I want to live there as one of the yeah, locals and, and see, I want to do yeah. the local people shit. And I want to, um, I want to live there. I want to stay there for longer than like a week mm-hmm, on a vacation. Mm-hmm. I want to be there long enough to do all of the, the cool local shit. Yeah. And there's only so many meals in a day and there's only so many hours in a day and you're walking around and you got to see some stuff. So like, I feel like you need, you need a month or two. Oh yeah. At every easy. place. So like yeah. when I go to, we're in New York, uh, we were there, you know, once every three or four months and for like four days. And right when you start to get like good at New York, you start to learn the subway a little bit and start to learn how the streets work and then it's time to go home. And then you, and they, then you yeah. come back to LA and you forget how it all worked. And mm-hmm. I'm like, God, if I just could stay in New York for like a month, I would be like, New York should be a class that you take in college, honestly. It, like how, yeah. how to, how to um, just navigate that, it. navigate, like being a part of that city. And it's such a cool place, but it's it's very different from from LA um, oh God, in, so, in so many ways. But it, um, there are things that I like about it, and and I do I would want to come back eventually. But I, I want to like I still have that feeling of like I I want to get good at this. Oh yeah. Went to Paris, had the same thing. I was like, it's very like a walkable, yep. uh, different differently navigable city. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I would like to stay here for long enough to where like I know you. Then you can yeah exactly. The inner you'd be like, if you go city. back, you're like, oh, I know what yeah. this. And I don't know how long on. that is. Well, I mean, like every... I think a month is. You know, I, listen. I've always said this. You, what's there's no mandated holiday time in America. I don't believe. Um, for work. For work. Yeah, it's usually two weeks. Two weeks a year. Oh really? Yeah, it's dog shit. I don't, but I don't think it's mandate. I don't think it's legal. Oh think no, they it's have not. To. No, 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 no. You don't have to. You well, see, you in could... most in European countries or some of them, it's four weeks. I mean, you get a month minimum. Right, but people um, just because you get the vacation doesn't mean that you have the money or the ability or the freedom to go somewhere and do something. That's like, true. There's a lot of people who, if companies, if you're accruing vacation time. Uh, and they're like, hey, you've you've never taken a vacation. You've got all these hours. You've got three months worth of stuff. You need to take some vacation time. And they'll just make they'll just you stay take- stay at home. You're like, well, I don't make a ton of money here. I can't go on a, to Peru for three months. Yeah, but <laughs> even go to the next state over or go go on like a you know. But that's not that's not holiday. that's not everybody's thing. No. <laughs> and holiday. yeah, and I wish it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, but you it can't doesn't, make people work that. You got to like. Right. But I mean, and also, every, again, like what I just described of like, oh, I'd like to go to Paris and I'd like to stay there for long enough to like know the city. That That's someone else's nightmare. Like, Well, that, yeah, well, yeah. But I mean, I'm sure that most people will go four weeks paid yeah. time off a, a, a year. But you still come back ha- with less money than you would if you would have just sat on your couch and watched The Office. Yeah, you don't have to go on holiday. Just get get given a month off. Yeah. So we don't have that paid. is, what, is yeah. the moral of the story. <laughs> Um, yeah, but like, I think it, I think it would be good. I think that. Needs but for to every be town that you've lived in, like, how long were you in Virginia? I was in DC, so or, we drove into Virginia. Okay, I was so there were, for the were you in DC? We went to DC not that long ago. When you were in DC, were you there for long enough to where, if you were to go back right now, and like got in a car, you could just drive around without like. I mean, that's a bad example because my family, my mom and sisters, live there, so okay. I know it. I mean, I go there. Every right. Well, so that's year. that's what I'm that feeling is what I'm trying to describe to you. Like anytime I go back to my college town, like uh, where yeah, yeah. I was there for four years, I can drive around that city, yeah. uh, and I have no desire to ever live there again. But like, I conquered that one. I yeah. conquered knowing how to move around in that city, and so like that feeling of like I want that for New York, I want that for Paris, I want mm-hmm. that for uh, Portland, wherever we go, Austin yeah. doesn't matter. I want to stay there long enough to where like when I go back. Then I, you feel like you know it's, that. It's a part of me. Yeah. Well, set the goal, man. 2020. 
Yeah, the the year that I get my first child is the year that I'm going to be. You just fuck gonna, off for a month. <laughs> every, every month, every month is a new city, and yeah. until we get like good at it, and that's going to be really good for uh, sleep training. And, yeah, and uh, perfect. All, all all the shit. He won't know. He's fine. Well, I'd, I'd like to wait until he does know, and I, I do want him to see more stuff than I saw when I was a kid. Like I didn't I didn't go to Europe for the first time until I was like 31. Yeah, but I mean, when people say that, I think um, travel in America is hard. It's so expensive, and you've got to fly fucking hours before you leave the country right well i've noticed that when we went to paris we also hopped around to other uh little nearby places we went to stockholm and we went to romania uh because my wife's from there oh yeah yeah and once we once you get into like physical europe yeah flights those little flights to and from the country they're like dirt back in the day back in the day i flew to what's that airline called ryanair easyjet easyjet that's the one i flew to south of france for i kid you not a penny <laughs> but obviously you pay airport tax so that's like 20 30 dollars whatever the airport tax was i've flown to italy for five pounds um and then the same thing like you know airport tax i don't know if that's still i mean my friends who are still there like those deals are gone you know it's not like that anymore but it's still it's like 50 but you can get a flight for 50 bucks 60 we bucks were and out, go to, we were know. over there we were in france for our honeymoon for just two weeks we were just there just and we didn't have a plan really we were just going to wing it and go all over and see as much as we could all we knew was the first night we were flying into paris and we had that hotel night for that night and then the rest we were going to make up as we went and we stayed there for two more nights, got on a train and went down to Bordeaux and then went down to Nice and then well, I got on a bus or mm-hmm. on a, a train, like a railway, whatever you want to call those things. The tube. Is that oh, what the you tube. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> uh, it's, tube. A, it's a train. And for the and then we were like, well, we got to get back to Paris because that's where our flight is uh, back to America. And so we were trying to figure out how to do that. And the, the plane ticket from Nice back to Paris was cheap was cheaper than the train or about the same price as the train ticket yeah so which i mean god is that is that a good thing because then you think all the jet fuel then people just use planes i don't know oh, god. Or, and the radiation oh we are we are there's layers That's my new to this. Th- there's there are a lot of people that are on that kick right now about uh, yeah because they saw chernobyl and, and they're like wait yeah there's radiation on the planes there's radi- and then they, they tried to they tried to um make chernobyl sound okay by comparing it to the amount of radiation that you get when you're on a flight and half the people went you get wait yeah, you get wait. radiation from flights people didn't know that like i'm never flying again uh, i mean i didn't really until they i didn't know it actively yeah you know but then you think yeah of course i wish i knew more about it um in terms of like what it does to your body like because it does like break down uh your, your cells i think in a bit and there is some something that you can take to kind of like it's like a vitamin type deal that boosts yeah, your... because it's not bromine. Com- we're getting com- all our information from Chernobyl, that TV show. We're not... I mean, that's... Which one? Chernobyl? I mean, that's all my... That's all the information I'm... To, yeah. All the facts I've got. Well, then you... Bromine? Bro. I don't... I actually have no idea. No. So you, we gotta... You gotta... After you're done watching this podcast, you have to go watch, like, a, uh, Joe Rogan or something that has, like, a smarter guest that knows all that and shit. The, oh, great. <laughs> yeah. So it's a, two, it's a two-part thing. It's a two-part thing. Um, Get all the facts. Another really cool thing about you is uh, oh. you are a, like, you're like a, you don't, you wouldn't seem like it, but you are a woodworking like expert, right? Like, you can I, make shit out of wood. I like the woodworking expert rather than just woodworker. Well, what would you, how would you, you and your dad have, like, a shop and you make yeah. shit out of wood. So we do, well, that's true. We do make shit out, out of, of wood. wood. <laughs> um Yeah, we do, we have a wood shop and we sell furniture and, you know, we've, we've put it on pause for the last year just because we've both been 
crazy busy. Um, but yeah, we I build stuff. And once you when you know how to build something, it you realize it, you can make a lot of things. Could you make Could you make this coaster right here out of wood? I mean, yes, that's just a slice of wood. <laughs> that was a joke yeah. but that table is, yeah. all, is just like four giant slices of wood. yeah i mean That's a lot, lot of it is you know it's like um, engineering yeah because i remember i was playing uh, i'm a drummer uh, as, and i bought a cajon for, to play a couple songs for a wedding a buddy of mine asked me and you were invited to that same wedding and you were like did you buy that i could have fucking made that i know you. yeah because we make cajons <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, a cajon is a is like a box that you sit on and you it's a box you, drum it's a box drum yeah people often say cajon drum but actually cajon means drum so they're saying drum drum drum, drum. it's, it's like, like atm chai... machine or, oh, or pin number or chai tea chai is a t and you're chai saying, is tea. It's and a you're saying tt <laughs> yeah. i'll go over to atm machine and type in my pin number that's yeah. the you just said atm machine machine, <laughs> machine personal machine. identification <laughs> number number <laughs> i've never thought about that yeah that's, that's true that's redundant um, so what, but are you going to get back into the, the I think, you know, yeah, we just, but we're busy. So we're going to, we, we might get back into it next year. What percentage of it was like, I'm doing this for myself for the, the pleasure of doing it or versus like you were selling stuff and making as a, a business. Profit. Yeah. Um, I would say 95% for ourselves and 5% can this cover the costs of us doing it doing for another ourselves. Thing. I actually, dad said to me. I was like, let's do this. Cause we built furniture our whole lives. Mm -hmm. And when I was at college, part of my degree was, was building sets and like we would weld and like weld all stuff on them in the theater and like, you know, build whatever came up they needed. And, um, so then we, we would build stuff for ourselves. And then dad said, well, we could, you know, this, this could be fun to sell some of them to sort of like get the money to cover us to still do it. So I sort of turned up at his house with like a full-on business proposal, like I was pitching to an investor, <laughs> and <laughs> this, he, this it, which is his garage. You know, it was like yeah. it wasn't even. He's like, yeah, it's fine. Let's That's do it. the new uh, dad. I want a pony for my 16th birthday. He's like, yeah. dad, I have I a like, business idea, have a business and idea. I want you to invest in my company. Yeah, he didn't even like. He, I was asking basically to use his. Garage. I would love if my kid did that instead of uh, like asking for something yeah, meaningless, so like a car like, or something. That was like, would you invest in I this idea that I have? And yeah. I'd be like, yeah, come back with a and you do, and he doesn't have business to, plan. He can just roll from his house into his you know wood shop. So he did, he right. his commute was minimal, absolutely. When minimal. you say he could roll, you mean your dad has wheels for legs? He would <laughs> <laughs> no. He's on rollerblades. He oh my god! But we it. It would get so hot in the summer mm -hmm. in that wood shop, and we would jump. We would like dump water over our heads, you know, with caps on, just to keep cool in the wood shop. It was so sweaty in there. Out here, like in the valley. Yeah, it was okay, in the yeah. in the in the middle of summer in the Have valley. Have you guys ever gone to that? Um, there's like a high school on Fairfax and Melrose, and every Sunday they have a. Oh yes, yes. Um, I was Melrose Trading Post. Yeah, we actually went there. We saw. We went and had like a little booth. I was gonna say you guys could probably murder that. Yep. I was walking around with, with my dad, and he came out for the for the wedding, and we were walking around, and and uh, this guy had like a, a nice little coffee table or something made out of wood, and he's like, "Oh, that's pretty neat." He's like, "I can make that." And we looked at the tag, and it was eighteen hundred dollars. <laughs> and I was like, "How much would the materials cost you to like to make that?" And he's like, "I'd probably do that for." 30 bucks oh yeah yeah you might i mean yeah the the majority of it is labor yeah it's the person it's not the materials that's the cheapest well i guess and then the, but even if it took you a whole day 
Yeah, that's not, not... Most people don't make $1,800 for a day's worth of their work. No. But I, I mean, mean, I make $1,800 every time I do a podcast. Every time and, you get And this check. isn't even a day's work. It's no. an, an hour. You um, get So check. it's <laughs> the coolest thing. Um, I don't no. uh, for anyone who's gullible enough to believe that. But maybe one day. Um, maybe, maybe, who knows? Um, another thing that I did with you, actually, we were... Um, we're, we're friends in life. People need, pe- <laughs> yeah. people need to know that. Friends, and yeah. and uh, occasionally we meet up for coffee and, and, and write together. Mm-hmm. And I actually had the idea for this podcast in a different, it was in a different medium at the time. Yep. I was gonna, it was going to be like a, a sketch. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't make it work in my head. Uh, but the, I know the element that I did want to do was the was like a job interview. I wanted it to uh, come across yeah. as like a job interview. And I, I guess the, the hang my hang up was... I couldn't rely on everybody showing up uh, as talented as you and ha- with the acting chops or, or any, like some people come to be on in the sketch to be in the sketch. Most people that I have on are comedians and, and like mm. all ends. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm six episodes in, so I don't say that I'm yeah. having one type of guest, but <laughs> um, not everybody is showing up in my house at 10 o'clock on a uh, Wednesday mm-hmm. ready to act like a guy who's interviewing for a job and, and, be, right. and be really silly. So it's tricky. To I dumbed, I dumbed it down, but got it to a point where I'm still technically, yes, I'm still interviewing you. Yeah. And, and we, it can be, it can go all over the place and also podcasts are, but it's not a job. I'm not, you're not hiring me. Right I'm not now. hiring you. And also like you're, um, ability to perform isn't going to make or break this conversation we're just right. talking about you and <laughs> and all I of hope not. all of the shitty jobs you had along the way before you uh got yourself on netflix yeah and that's uh that's great so what we did the last time that we met up for coffee um was we can you hear my stomach i growl? did hear that and I, yeah that could be the tea as well it could be the tea but yeah. I, I mean i had a cliff bar for breakfast but um i could it, you know it's, that was like two hours ago <laughs> Um, but one of the things that we did was we talked about um, shitty job interview questions, and I actually came up with this with you oh. at the coffee shop. Oh, this is this bowl. Did you, of did you questions. know what the, that's what that was? No, I no, I thought it'd be compliments. <laughs> I if I run out of things to say to you, I'm okay. just like I'm gonna give You're Georgia just gonna a compliment. Pick up real a quick. piece of paper and read a compliment. So what these were? These were the it's about fifty of the worst interview questions that uh, God, exist exist on okay. the internet. And what I wanted um, what I wanted to do with this podcast was um, first of all do kind of a deep dive into all my guests like work history and and find out like uh, you know how that might have carved the path to mm-hmm. them being the creative hilarious person that they are and. Um, you know, in some of the cases I've seen that. In some cases, it doesn't have anything to do at all. But also, uh, eliminate these questions from the universe. Uh, you shouldn't go to a job interview anymore and hear stupid stuff like "sell me this pin." Oh or, God, I think I mean, yeah. I think that, they, I think that one's in there. In so, there? so if you get that. Uh, but anyway, so what I wanted to do because everybody that I have on my show is is uh, inherently funny, um, is to give what would be the the most. St- sarcastic like real answer to that question so that it stops getting asked like uh, this is if i because a lot of times, like a genuine answer i'll answer genuinely because a lot of times people answer that question knowing that they need that job they need that paycheck so they're giving a really crappy bullshit ass kissy yeah they're like what's your weakness oh god i just work too well in a team like that you know you think that's (laughs) i'm such a perfectionist oh god i just yeah it really just gets the best of me sometimes but i really want my work to (laughs) overperform way too much (laughs) my biggest weakness is that i never stop working i never stop and i don't i don't ask for raises i I just never ask for a raise 
I mean, that that actually is a weakness. That um, is a weakness. Uh, that's <laughs> that's a legitimate weakness. A lot of people don't know how to ask for the, uh, yeah, a raise without um, fe- feeling like it's going to forever yeah, like tarnish me. the relationship with, that they have with their boss. And uh, But that's that not in there. Yeah. So that's my stomach growling, if you can hear it. Yeah, if you get eager. Well, uh, I need to eat breakfast after this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the earliest time that I've ever done this. Um, it is pretty It's pretty early, early. still. But the lighting is beautiful outside. Beautiful. So, anyways, back to the questions. Uh, we can we can end the podcast by doing. If okay. you want to do them, just pick pick oh, out, pick pick out, out one and and uh, read the question and just give me a stupid answer. Oh, to this that. one. You've you've probably seen a lot of these already. You were with me when I created them. <laughs> what would your worst enemy say about you? Ooh, that's a good one. That's actually, good I actually one. do like that one as a question. Um, but to be put on the spot with that in an interview is kind of hard hitting. Well, especially because it would, you mean that would, somebody would be like, oh, she's, you know, too sweet, when actually that's not a weakness. They would say that in an interview. Yeah, I don't even know what the good answer to that would be. Like the, my worst enemy would say that I... I'm annoying? I don't know. First of all, in your head, you don't have to say it out loud. Uh, Irritating. No, but do you have a picture of who your worst enemy is? Do you know who that person is? Um, I go back to high school. Do you do that? I like when I think of enemy, I think of a girl that so I you, yeah, you, hated well, me in high school. We discussed this earlier, but you're delightful to be around. Well, you, you can't, you can't even work at a no, call center because yeah, you're too nice. I'm too, too. So <laughs> I need to know what kind of a person would dare hate you. I did. I, I swore at them through a bus window. Oh, this is in high school? This is in and high the, school. And the person receiving your swear words is now you. Well, I put my finger up at them. The middle, middle one. Finger. <laughs> the middle that, was it the same over in London? <laughs> it's the same. And then, um, yeah, so quite rightly. And, you know what's you know, not, though, that I love is that the word cunt is like, yes. it's so much more it's um, a great word. used over, commonly used over there than it is over here. Here's like the worst word that you could say to somebody, probably. Well, and, well, listen, it is if you say it, it you know, aggressively. Yeah. Um, but it's it, like all really cheeky. You're like, oh, you little cunt. You oh, actually, you cheeky cunt. Yeah. every year for my birthday, you text me. I do have, say happy, happy birthday, birthday cunt. cunt. Yeah. And I say thanks, cunt. Because, you know, at that point, it's just, a, it's an endearing. It, well. I wouldn't say it to a stranger, don't get me wrong. Unless you wanted them to become well, your worst I'm enemy. Well, yelling at them down the street. Oh, well, that's true. Maybe my worst out of enemy a bus window. would say I was a cunt. I think that's what they'd say. That's a good... If you did that in an interview, I was like, okay, and um, yeah, who, lastly, before enemy? we get out of here, what do you think maybe like, your worst enemy would ever say about you? Uh, uh, that I'm a cunt. Absolute cunt, yeah. That was... Um, I thought you were, somebody was listening in. No. no um, do, do another one okay, just for fun. another one. Bridget or whatever her name is, that cunt. Oh, this one's gross. How badly do you want this job? Yeah, I hate Ew. I hate that, that someone would have the audacity to ask that in a job interview. Like, I'm here because I need... I woke up and I got dressed and I got here. So right. clearly enough to want the job. What do you want me to say? Like, I don't know. Do you want me to suck your dick right now? What answer? Yo, how, badly? how badly? I need to pay general do, rent and bills. I would do anything to um, work here. But... <laughs> <laughs> how bad? Yeah, that is actually a little creepy. That how, that shows if, up if that's said slightly differently. How badly do you want this job? Hey, how badly do you want this job? It's yeah, not about how you say it. Creep central. So we're at a new call center in Virginia, and you're interviewing, and someone says that to you. What's your answer? I need, I need, I, quite badly. I don't know. <laughs> 
so badly. You, you can tell that I've, I'm terrible in job interviews, and hence why I do ghost. Have you ever interviewed for a job and, and, I don't and didn't I, get it? Oh well, I'm an actor, so not one. Okay, <laughs> that's the that's the auditioning that's, and not getting parts. Is, yeah, is, it's pretty I, much eighty percent of the but job. That's a very different job interview than that's true. That's true. Than trying to work at a call center and getting the how badly do you want to work here. I'm glad that they don't, I mean, maybe they used to ask how badly do you want this part in auditions because that could get, that could get real me too-y real quick. Well, exactly. And also they, they like, you're not meant to want it that badly. They always say that. You don't want it, you know. Well, no, it's the people who have the best auditions are people who are like, I don't care if I get this or not. Like I did it and I'm leaving and I've completely forgot about this. If you call me later, great. If not, I don't give a shit. I did. I did once by mistake interview for a healthcare position that I didn't know I was, I didn't, I got the, I I was, I thought I was going in for this attempt job, but I realized I was going for a managerial role in a healthcare industry. And you got it? (laughs) I now run the NHS in England. No. Um, I am the CEO of Cedar Sinai Hospital yeah. in Los Angeles. <laughs> side, side hustle, just absolute side hustle. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I went into the literally went into the wrong room, and I think they they also thought I was the person coming in. So halfway through, when they were saying how but how invested are you in changing the structure of this healthcare company, and I just thought oh, I made a stuff envelopes, lady. I don't. It was horrifying. No investment. This I'm looking for the least uh, amount the, of responsibility possible. The least amount. I need to be able to ghost and not be held accountable. This is a relatively new term, maybe in the last like six years, but uh, I think it's kind of started with Uber and Lyft and all that to say the word side hustle. Yes. But isn't that really just like if it? I need this. I need this too because it's. I do think it's you're right. It's not a side hustle. It's not it's a side hustle. Job. It's your it's your it's other your it's your second it's your, job. It's your second job. And I would I would say the other the other your more passionate one is the hustle. I'd say the more the one that pays you the most. I think people just call a side hustle is like a thing that you do for extra like fun money, but it really just it goes into the same uh, bank account that your other money does. So it's just like well yeah, and you're not really hustling. I, you know, I wasn't I wasn't hustling temping. When, you know, years ago, it wasn't, right. it wasn't it's, But like, let's, if I worked an office job and I made $50,000 a year, but I, I knew I could scoop up an extra 10K a year driving for Uber. So now I make $60,000, Yeah. but I have to work twice. Every hour of the day. Tw- yeah. Just to have a, because the first job didn't pay me enough. It's not a side hustle. It's like, I it's, am, no, I'm, I'm working overtime, really. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's actually, overtime. I would say it's overtime. It's, it's overtime pay. It's a conglomerate of jobs. To get my salary up to a livable situation because yeah. this office job that I have doesn't pay me enough, I have to have a quote unquote side hustle. And they, that's such like, it, it. I think they make it more like a cute word to, so that way you're well, not, side you're job. not embarrassed about mm, it. But if you true. say second job, second people job. are like, oh my oh, God. you've got more than one job? That's you, quite impressive. Yeah. No, I, some people would look at it like um like a negative like oh. you can't even get one good job like we all just have the one that pays us like a salary that we're cool I, with i think i always have have, need about four going you have to have two jobs yeah well yeah but they don't like i'm the same way and a lot of people that i've had on the podcast have multiple yeah. gigs like uh-huh. but not one they're not every day it's not every day that i'm auditioning for commercial it's not every day that i'm doing it's true so it's like I'm little pieces of a puzzle yeah and you're not per, you're not doing improv or not improv you don't have you don't have a sketch show every single day no yeah um but 
you but the ability to do all of those is there and that that uh that's that is very common for yeah. guests yeah. i've only had one guest yeah. that was like i'm a real estate agent and that's it that's the one that's his job but did I mean, they see my short film and think it was uh horrifying you know what i, sh- I actually should show it to him he's uh he has a um so similar to my Instagram, how I make fun of my job and stuff, he he took that kind of one step further and was like, I only want to make fun of one job, and that's like real estate. Oh, great. And uh, he has like, um, he's written some cartoons about it. He actually did like a whole book that he does, Ooh, but he does, all right. he, he it's a fascinating is, industry. he's younger than us, but so he's like not that level of real estate agent yet. Okay. And uh, so making fun of it kind of is like his new business and he, it's called the broke agent. Um, oh, all right. How dare you get two plugs out of me, you oh. son of a bitch? Um, you gotta come back. Yeah. <laughs> to do, but uh, it would it kind of in the same vein of um, your pilot. All right. Uh, is the comedies? Yeah. Transferable. It's a great industry. You know, on your Instagram, it says that that's a short film. It is a short film, essentially. I mean, it's yeah. twenty minutes. It's in the festival With, circuit. But that's also the. I would want it to be a TV show. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in, but in how people are receiving it right now, they're receiving it in the form of a short film. But it is yes. a very much a twenty minutes. Funny, you're in, you're out. Funny TV show. Yeah. Uh, Netflix, get on that one. Swipe up. Oh shit. It's fine. <laughs> they're, I can buy another one. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, Georgia, tell the people at home uh, where they can find you on social media. What shows or anything you got coming up? Anything you want to promote? Uh, this is your moment. Oh, roll out. Roll it out. Pressure. Find me on Instagram at. George Dolenz, simple handle, not really on Twitter, um, not really on Facebook. So just Instagram. That's I think that's most people Great. right now too. Great. And then, um, yeah, my short film, Open House, which is in the festival circuit. So no one can really, I mean, other than if you uh, run a festival, then please reach out. <laughs> um, and uh, I do those monthly shows with my sketch group, Big Party, which that's you just very saw. Very funny. And if you get a chance to tune into Spirit Riding Free, Ponytails. If you have kids and you're watching this, absolutely watch that show. It's delightful. Yeah, it is delightful. I mean, even the episodes I'm not in. um, Yeah. um, It's adorable. Yeah, and if you're in in Los Angeles, definitely want to come check out one of your shows because they are so, so funny. Yeah. Georgia, thank you you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Clink tea cups. (laughs) 